What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And hello, hello from sunny Chicagoland. It is so good to be able to say that it hasn't been sunny and warm here yet this year. Well, I think we had one day, one day, yeah. And uh, it actually snowed in April, so we set some records here. But it is a beautiful day, and those kinds of days, you know, just make me go even deeper into these thoughts about how we can improve ourselves and how I can help other people and, you know, the things I've seen that, that people can change to to make themselves contribute even greater, more wonderful things to the world. And so I put together a list, a running list that I've had going on for quite a while, but I've never looked at all of these uh, in one place. So today's going to be an interesting show, and I want to start out by asking a raise of hands here, even though I can't see you, how many fans of NCIS, the television drama NCIS, do we have out there? <laughs> I'm one of them, okay? It is one of very few television shows that I, I try not to miss, and uh, it's just, I love that show. And if you're a fan of the Gibbs Head Slap you know that it's usually a result of one of his team members who violates one of the Gibbs rules, right? Now, Gibbs' rules originated from his first wife, if you remember, Shannon Gibbs, when she told him at their first meeting, right, they were sitting there at the the bus stop, I think it was, and he had just met her, and I think it was kind of one of those love at first sight, for him anyway, things, and she said to him, Gibbs, everyone needs a code to live by, and he really took that to heart, and as the years went on, he started writing down these rules for himself and uh, his team, and, and there are things that very short and simple that he really, really takes seriously. Now, personally, my favorites of the approximately 51 rules are rule number eight, never take anything for granted. Oh my gosh, that is so true. You know, practice your gratitude for every little thing in your life because it's all precious. It really is. Even the problems, even the problems are precious because we learn from them and we develop from them and and they sort of test the waters for us. So even those can be amazing. And rule number 51, so far as I know, the last one in the list of Gibbs rules is simply Sometimes you're wrong. And so many people have a hard time admitting that. And, and 
you know, I learned early on, I was in my 20s probably when I learned this lesson in a way that really, really drove it home. And, and it's just been one of my rules, actually, one of my personal rules to always, always be able to look at the bigger picture beyond what you think is right, beyond what you think has happened, beyond your perspective. And consider that your perspective isn't the only one and that maybe some of your judgment calls are wrong and you can learn from others. And I think that's one of the things that is, is the basis of, of my coaching and one of the things that makes me an exceptional coach is because I can see that and I can help my clients to see it. Well, as you can imagine, after, what, 13 years of continually coaching people around the world, I mean, I do this full time. So you can imagine, I don't even know how many clients I've had over the years, but it's hundreds and hundreds. And, and of course, I've had my groups and my ink columns where I get feedback and this radio show. So I get to hear from a lot of people, entrepreneurs, people struggling with just life itself, and amazing, fabulous leaders. And so I've developed these rules <laughs> And uh, I'd like to share them with you today. You know, there's just so much angst and failure that leaders experience. And it's due to their poor decisions and choices, of course, a lot of which are made out of inexperience, but many are, of which are made from sheer stubbornness because they go into business thinking, hey, I got this. I got this. You know, I know what I'm doing. And they don't want to look for help. So a lot of it is from that, and a lot of it is from a lack of awareness of values, okay? Values are your core foundation. They are the things that make you tick and respond to life in a healthy way and enjoy your life and feel good in your own skin and help you look in the mirror every single morning and not hate yourself, okay? So so a lot of this loss and regret could be prevented. And I hope that one of these rules, one of these tobacco rules for outstanding, extraordinary leadership will help you in doing that. Now, I want you to remember before I start going into these, and I don't know if we'll get through all 51, but I'll be publishing these over in my article space at inc.com slash author slash Marla Tabaka um, very soon. So, so watch for them there. And um, I just want to remind everybody that this isn't just for business leaders, right? Okay, we all have an opportunity to lead in life. Now, with that said, there are some people who choose not to lead, and that's okay. That's their personality. That's who you are. You're a better Indian than a, than a chief, and the goodness knows we need lots of Indians. That's what makes it all happen. People can sit and think of ideas all day and inspire people all day long, but if we don't have the people to carry them out, well, guess what? So that's okay. But think of it from this perspective. When was the last time you maybe took charge of one of the PTA uh, events at your kid's school or you ran the brunch at your church community or, you know, the list can go on and on. Maybe you write a blog. You might be silent in other ways, but maybe you write a blog. Maybe you have a podcast. We are leaders. We're all We've all got leadership in us in different ways. So while you may be the Indian, the one who can carry through things, you still are leading in some way, even if it's as a parent, 
Okay, you're leading your kids to a happier life, to healthier choices. You are a leader. So this really is for everyone. So here, my dear friends and listeners, are the tobacco rules. And and if you live by these, then, you know, you will find success. And you will find that influential leader in you. And you will take your life and business very, very far. So number one. Oh, this one obviously is number one because of its importance. Take responsibility. Never, ever, ever place blame elsewhere. Okay. Nothing gets my goat more as a consumer when something doesn't go right with a service and the person on the other end of the phone says, well, you know, my boss must have or my assistant forgot or, um, you know, so-and-so didn't follow through and I'm so sorry. As a leader, everything begins with you and everything ends with you. Remember that. Never put down one of your employees. Never put down one of your children. Never put down your spouse. You know, responsibility is critical to being an outstanding leader. So take it on and take it seriously. Now, I'm not saying to blame yourself and criticize yourself, but just don't, just don't try to influence people into believing it's someone else's fault. Just leave it. Just leave it alone. You don't have to say, this is my fault. Just say, hey, I'm sorry. Let me look into that. I'm going to fix that for you. Whatever it is, don't pass the buck. Number two, if you want to control your future, let go of control. I know that sounds a little backwards, doesn't it? If you want to control your future, let go of the control. People who are in there really nitpicking and really trying to hang on with to everything in their business and life and their family, they're doing it from a place of fear, okay? Fear that something will go wrong. Fear that they may not know what's going on. Fear that someone can't do it as well as they can. Fear that, oh gosh, it just it goes on and on. But fear gets you stuck. And you don't want to be stuck. Okay, we all get stuck. But you don't want to stay in the stuckness, as I call it. So let go of the control. Just decide what you want. And understand that sometimes those things that we want come to us in very different packages. Understand that things evolve, things shift, things change. And if you're always holding on to a particular outcome, you're not going to allow that natural dance of life to happen. And you're going to miss, you're going to miss out on a lot of wonderful things. Number three, here we go. Learn to be a strong communicator. And no, this does not mean to send a lot of text messages. Not at all. Texting, oh my gosh, texting is one of the poorest forms of communication on our planet. Okay, now, hey, I'm a texter. I text a lot, but I only text brief, short messages. I will not get into a conversation on text, okay? I know that it's a mistake. And when my clients want to text with me, I do my best to be very uh, to the point, yet in some ways vague. 
and say things like, let's discuss this in a phone call. Let's discuss this in our next session. Because I know how texts can be misconstrued. And some of the biggest, most awful understandings happen over texts and in emails as well. But I think texts are even worse. So learn to be a strong communicator and and actually pick up the phone, even if it's not in your personality type. Store up all your questions, all your comments, whatever it is, till the end of the day or to another day, whatever it is. And pick up the phone and have a conversation or meet face-to-face with whomever it is, employees, your partner, your whatever, your spouse. Have a conversation, okay? Now, being a strong communicator includes listening, and that's number four. Listen, don't judge, Judgmental attitudes are so apparent through your eyes, through your facial expressions, through your body expressions. Don't be a judge. We're going to go into break and I'm going to give you the code to live by when we come back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show. Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And we are here discussing one-way discussion, though, isn't it? My 51 Rules for Leadership Excellence. And going into break, I mentioned number four, listen, don't judge. And I think we just have to talk a little bit more about that. Remember that when you're listening to someone and you're judging them or you're judging what they are saying, it really does show in your body language and such, as I said, going into the break. It's not difficult to listen without judgment, and yet it is so, so critical and important. Remember that most of the time what the other party is talking about isn't about you, and oftentimes it doesn't even affect you. So why would you judge? Just let them talk. And if they ask for feedback, uh, there are so many ways to do this. But what's important is that when you're listening to an employee or, or your child, is that you're allowing them this free and safe space to be whoever they are. Otherwise, they will not come back to you. Okay, so that rule is a really critical one. And going into break, I mentioned the code to live by. What is it? Number five is honesty. It really is a code to live by for anyone. I have a however with this, okay? Choose your words carefully. The other day, I was out to dinner with some friends, and I could have taken offense at this, but I understood what she meant by it, and so I didn't take offense. I made a comment when I said something in in fun and in jest to my friends. I said, yeah, I know that wasn't very nice. I'm just not a very nice person, am I? And I I was just joking, and one of my friends responded to me by saying, we don't count on you to be nice. We count on you to be honest. Okay, well, that's sort of a part of my brand. Honesty is a part of my brand. You ask me a question about yourself, about your business, and if I think you want me to be wearing my coach hat, I will give you an absolutely honest, honest answer, no matter how painful it is going to be for you to hear, because I believe in the long run, it's going to be what you want. You know, it's going to take you toward what you want, whether it's your financial freedom or, you know, whatever it is. But I have learned from coaching programs that I took in the beginning of my career, from life, from, you know, just so many places to choose my words carefully and to be very diplomatic with it. Okay. You've got to be that way. You want to, you want to be honest with people, but just kind of watch your words. Think about here's, here's my trick. Put yourself on the receiving end of your words, whether it's an email you're writing, which anything that could hurt somebody actually shouldn't be an email. But, you know, no matter what it is, a discussion you're about to have, even when you're put on the spot, if you practice this, you can do it in a nanosecond. Put yourself in the place of the receiver and remember that they may not have your tough skin and and just go ahead and consider your own words and and it will help you to reframe things into a very kind way, but direct, but direct. Number six is don't make excuses. When it comes to being a respectable leader, there are no excuses. Okay, so this one, this one actually came to me from a client who owed me something and who would come into our sessions and say, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm so busy, I couldn't get to it. I was up until four in the morning working. Okay. That kind of backfires in my camp anyway for the client 
because one of my rules that you'll hear later is if you are up until four in the morning working on a consistent basis, you are doing it all wrong. Okay. And that you're placing your priorities in the wrong order. So don't, you know, even, even if you're sick and you can't get something in on time or you've made a mistake, couch it in such a way where it's not a cop out. It's not an excuse. And try to avoid the words, this is no excuse, but, or I'm not trying to make excuses, but I am, because that's what it is. I'm not trying to make excuses, but I am. Okay. Just tell them, start with the positive. I apologize for missing that deadline or I apologize for whatever. I'll have it rectified by, I'll have that to you by the end of the day. And then if you need to let them know that you've been sick, go ahead and just say, you know, I had the flu, it knocked me out and I will take care of this. Don't make that your primary approach into the conversation, okay? People don't respect excuses, no matter what they are, unless, of course, you know, you're in the hospital with a dying family member or something, absolutely. But people don't accept excuses very well. So don't do it. You don't need to do it. As a leader, again, this goes back to number one, take responsibility. Number seven, never forget that your team your employees, not your product, not your bank account. Your team is your number one asset. Treat them as such. Always remember that. Pour your resources into your team, and that's number eight. Give your team the tools and freedom to be extraordinary. There is no better investment. Your team is your company. Your team is your brand, right? Because that's the culture you're creating. And so you want to pour your resources into them, including your time. Okay? Give your team the tools and freedom to be extraordinary. There is no better investment. And remember, the freedom, that goes right back up to number two. If you want control of your future, let go of control. Okay? Let your team do their job and trust them. They can learn, you can learn. You'll all learn and grow from it. And if someone is making mistakes and errors constantly, especially costly ones, costly in some way, it's time to move on from that employee if you can't teach them. Number nine, if you promise to do something, do it and do it well. I always, before I promise something to a client or a friend or anyone, I always stop and consider, can I carry this through? Can I do this without causing much grief in my life? Okay, I was talking to a client the other day, and I really, really want to help this woman. And I had a few ideas, a few personal resources I could tap into, which is something I do for my clients. I expose them to my incredible network, okay? And I let her continue to talk, and I'm very good at listening and hearing and sorting things out while in the back of my brain, or another part of my brain anyway, I'm thinking about, okay, I know so-and-so could help her with this. Do I want to connect these two people? Is there good in this idea? And I did not say anything until the end of the session after I had assessed it, okay? And then I did decide, yeah, that would be a good idea. So do it and do it well. 
Number 10, and it's done, by the way, of course. Number 10, let your ego know that it's really smart to surround yourself with people who know more than you do, okay? I see this problem, this ego problem, in a lot of emerging entrepreneurs, a lot of startup entrepreneurs. I actually, for a very long time, until startup education started getting out there and startup um, culture started started becoming popular and came to the surface. For a very long time, I would not coach a startup business because in my eyes, the entrepreneurs who were starting up didn't know they needed help until about two or three years into their problems. Okay, so let your ego know it's really smart to surround yourself with people who know more than you do. It's a good thing. That's what a smart leader does. Eleven. Oh, really so true. To work with a coach or a mentor is a sign of a successful mindset. It is not a weakness. This one is amazing to me that so many people still equate coaching with a, as a weakness, with a weakness. Um, you know, there are a lot of, a lot of my clients will hesitate to give me referrals because they're embarrassed that they are seeing a coach. Okay. Coaches are not therapists. And even if you're seeing a therapist, there should be no embarrassment around that. Okay. So coaches are for successful people. Coaches are not for the weak. Coaches are not for the people who don't want to work hard. Okay. Because it's a waste of money. Coaches are for the people who have it, who really got that, that spark, that entrepreneurial passion, the ones that can make it happen. Wear it as a badge of honor. If you, I tell everybody there are points in my career where I may have two or three coaches in my employee at one time because they all offer the same things. Okay. So understand that, accept that, get yourself a coach. All right. Number 12. Consciously build a powerful company culture. Otherwise, it will build itself and you probably won't like the results. You don't want your culture to avoid, to evolve out of, how should I put it, a lack of attention, your lack of attention. That's not good. It never works. Okay. You want your culture to be very, very intentional, to be taught to be viral within your organization and without. So if you aren't familiar with what this all means, make sure to read my articles over at Inc.com because I write a lot about company culture and values. It's, It's the core of everything. It's at the root of every success. Number 13, and I referred to this one earlier, if you're consistently working through the night, you are doing something wrong. You shouldn't have to work through the night. Now, there's one exception to this. If you are a new, very new startup, like within a year, there are going to be a number of nights where you may have to um, work through the night. If you're seeking uh, investment monies and you have deadlines to get these investors everything they're asking for because they may ask for a lot more than you are ready to give, then you will work through the night. Okay, so there are exceptions. I, the key word here is consistently. All right. 
Number 14 is if your dog is barking in the background and you're on a live podcast, go take care of it. So we're taking a break and uh, we will see you right back here after these tunes. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Secret Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velocity is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. This is Buzz Local Radio. We have the three topics here, and we just added a fourth to start talking about hot dogs. He's in a band. We both had guitars. So I went over to his house Christmas Day that so day. We had to start a band. And uh, I think we wrote four or five that songs feeling. that afternoon. And Cannibalistic Fish was one of them. Cannibalistic Fish. I couldn't do the dreads. My mom would not oh, let me wear my pants backwards sorry. to school either. That was wiggity, 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 wack. Yeah. Buzz Local Radio. Available for free download on toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude. And Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. On Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And we're here, and I am sharing my 51 rules for amazing and successful life and leadership. And um, going on to number 14, this goes back again to realizing what an asset your employees are, because they really are. And uh, number 14 is employee meetings are not a disruption, waste of time, or an inconvenience. The clients I have who have regular employee meetings and outings even are my more successful clients. Now, of course, that's with the exception of the clients who don't have employees, okay? Uh, But if you do, then a weekly meeting 
is so important. And if you are a virtual company, wow, I can't even express this enough. If you have employees or people who work for you almost exclusively, then, well, then see your accountant because they should be working for you as an employee. Otherwise, you can get in trouble with the IRS. Uh, But, (laughs) you know, don't forget to have, go to Google and do a um, a group over on Google or do a Skype or, or whatever it is, you know, and, and video, do video meetings once a week. You can do that. Or just audio is fine, too. But just make sure that they get done. Don't discount them. They've got to feel like a part of a team more than ever because they're working from home. So they really need that camaraderie and that inclusiveness, okay? Number 15. Never enter into a 50-50 partnership. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. Never enter into a 50-50 partnership. Somebody's got to be the decision maker. Somebody's got to have the final word. I see a lot of businesses actually just disintegrate because of this. Okay. So you have to, you know, if you can do at least do 40, 60, I mean, if it has to be 15, 51, 49, whatever, but you know, somebody's got to be the final person. Now you can remedy that in your operations agreements and things like that. So there are ways to offset that imbalance, you know, for the ego, because it usually does need to be offset. So just don't do 50, 50. Okay. Number 16, do not launch a product without doing market research that goes well beyond family and friends, okay? They love you. They got to say it's amazing, okay? They have no choice. And and the ones who live by the honesty code, uh, they may be able to say something different, but, eh, you know, most family and friends aren't going to be all that honest with you. And it could be because they're blinded. Because they love you, it doesn't necessarily mean they think it's horrible and they're not going to tell you. It could just be that, wow, Johnny created this, my boy, my boy, and, you know, he's so cool and wonderful, so it's a great idea. So please don't do that. Do real market research. Number 17, before you even think about stepping into the role of leadership, Divine, define and understand your values. Otherwise, if you don't understand your values, not just say, oh, honesty, integrity. I mean, work on them. I mean, write them out. I mean, journal about them. You'll be amazed when you list your top 10 values, the things that are most important to you in this world. The top three should be things you absolutely positively cannot live without. Okay. Um, If you don't do this, you have no roadmap to lead yourself and others to success and to lead yourself to happiness. Hey, you have heard me say this so many times on the show that if I'm not in integrity with my top three values, I'm miserable. And so whenever I don't feel right, whenever things, you know, like maybe days or weeks go by, I'm like, oh, what is going on? I'm just like, I feel, you know, I look at my values. I'm like all over it. Yeah. You know, I haven't been doing this. I haven't been adhering to this. I haven't been honoring this. So please. And if you want to contact me, I have a very special gift. I will give to you for absolutely free because I believe in this. It's so important. I will send you my values exercise worksheets and um, my article on values and how to do this and why it's so important. Okay. I want to give that to you as a gift. So just email me at Marla 
at MarlaTabaka.com and put the word values in uh, the subject line and just tell me that you heard me on TogiNet and, and you want that, that gift. So, all right. So going beyond that, number 18, you are only as successful as what you believe. Mindset is everything. I don't think that one needs any explanation. Number 19, don't think your idea is a great one because you believe in it and you've worked so hard for it. It's only great if your customers believe in it too. Okay? So again, that goes right back to that marketing research. You've got to do it. You've got to do the marketing research. You've got to make sure your audience really needs, wants, and, and loves your product or service. Number 20, if you think it's time to quit, it probably is. I have a lot of people contact me saying, I've been in business for 10 years. The house is, you know, got a second mortgage on it. I'm out of money. I'm exhausted. But I just know this business can work. Guess what? Your business isn't going to work. Okay? So if you really believe it's time to quit, it probably is. And in addition to, to that line of thought, it goes back to mindset. Even if your business has a chance, but you think it's time to quit, you Quit. Quit or change your mindset. Number 21, make friends with your numbers, even if you don't like them very much. Awareness around numbers. And I know, folks, this can be so scary. You know, even if we're talking about a household budget, I've worked with clients on household budgets as well and making the family aware of where you are financially. Um Making your spouse aware, sharing that if, if you are if you aren't aware then and your spouse runs the whole family budget, the savings, investments or whatever you do or don't have, become aware. Because the fear comes from the not knowing. Once you know, it gives you so much more healthy control. Okay? So run those if you're in business, run those P and L's and do them at least once a month. But if you're in trouble, once a week, um, and do that cash flow statement and all of those those different reports that are going to be so helpful for you. Please be very aware of them. Don't just look at the numbers, but really assess the numbers. And if you're in business and you don't know how to do that, please do learn. You can go to Score, S C O R E. Um, it's an acronym for, I don't know, something or other retired executives. And they're great at helping translate numbers and teaching you how to do it. And it's free. Number 22, build your personal brand, even if you think it doesn't matter to the customers. Because you do, and it does. Okay? So how, how often are we hearing from people who develop products, who develop you know, something that you wouldn't even normally know who's behind it. But think of like, like Tom's of Maine. Okay. That guy develops the, the uh, toothpaste, the non-toxic toothpaste products and all those kinds of things. He has a personal brand and is a product. Develop your personal brand online, social media, on podcasts. Those are a great way to start and build your professional brand as well. And that is in how you dress, how you present yourself in public. All of these things are important. Number 23, 
Okay. We heard a little bit about my opinion on this earlier, and here we're going into it deeper. Don't jump into a partnership because you're excited. Partner because you have a great idea, the combined skills to make it happen, and a viable plan in place. Then see a lawyer, a business lawyer. Okay. Don't skip that. Don't skip that part. So many people do because of funding, you know, the, the money issues with a startup um, or because they just don't think it's necessary because, goodness sakes, Sally is my cousin and we're so close. We grew up together. Nothing's ever going to happen. I'm here to tell you it will. It will. It will happen. And you don't always have to refer to the law when it does happen, but you want to have the security of knowing that you are safe no matter what happens. So please see a lawyer Make sure that you have a plan and make sure that you have the combined skills and resources to make it happen. Okay. Number 24, always stay in check in social media. Yes, even if they're, you're on your personal account. I'm not just talking about your business account. People see this, okay? And it stays with you. You can't take it back. So please be a good person there on your social accounts, no matter what they are. Number 25, don't take advice from people who haven't been there, done it, and succeeded. Okay, a lot of people out there handing out advice who shouldn't be handing out advice. 26, only borrow money from friends and family who are willing to lose every penny of it and not hold it against you. Again, that one needs no explanation. A lot of people are eager to take the money just because they're so eager to get started. Please do your due diligence here. Get it in writing if you have to. Number 27 is don't do it alone. Entrepreneurs, solopreneurs feel so lonely. Solo doesn't mean you have to be alone. 28, don't make the mistake of believing you can be a full-time parent and achieve your business success on the timeline of a single person or a childless person. A lot of moms I talk to try and do this to themselves. And you are setting yourself up for failure and disappointment and feeling less than because you are not superwoman or super dad or whatever. If you're going to choose to stay home and be a full-time parent, that's fabulous. Understand that your business success is not likely to happen overnight. We have one more before the break, number 29. It's only a failure if you beat yourself up for it instead of learn from it. It's only a failure if you beat yourself up for it instead of learn from it. I'm going to sneak one more in, number 30. You have to believe in yourself before anyone else will. And that's where that fake it till you make it thing comes in. And we'll be right back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. 
Finally, a show that supports women who are in the midst of a transition in midlife. The show is Second Wind. Here's what certified coach, author, and host of Second Wind, Joyce Buford, wants you to know. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. We all need cheerleaders, someone who's on our side. Second Wind is that program to help women connect with other women, hear other women's stories. In a stressful world. Find power in those stories. Learn to discover your passions and joys again. Create the life you want to live to the fullest. Join us for Second Wind with Joyce Buford. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Central right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we are here with the Marla Tabaka Rules for Extraordinary Leadership. And before I tell you rule number 31, I want to point out today's article over at Inc. Um, because I think it really ties into a lot of these. And I interviewed some amazing women in their, the Latina culture. And I'll tell you what, these women, this, this sector of our population is really setting itself up to be the next big, um, group of leaders in our country going on to get advanced degrees and, and, and they have just such passion and such fire in their bellies to succeed and to help others. And so, uh, there's a group of women, I think it's 26 who are all co-authoring a book, um, an inspirational book for, for leaders and for life. And, uh, I took 26 quotes out of that book. So it's, it's 26 quotes from successful Latina leaders. And you'll find that over those very inspiring quotes from people who are not famous for a change over at inc.com slash Marla slash, I'm sorry, Marla hyphen tobacco. Let me repeat that because I did that wrong. Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. So check that out. 26 quotes from successful Latina leaders. All right. So we are at number 31. And as I anticipated, we're not going to get through this whole list, but I will be publishing this list very shortly on Inc. Definitely within the next week. I'm excited to do that. So number 31 is it's, it's all right to have self-doubt. It's not a right to let it consume you. Everybody 
I don't care how strong they are. Everybody engages in a little self-doubt from now and now and then again. But some people have more than a little self-doubt. And even that's okay if that's that's your makeup. That's who you are, right? You can get help with that. I can help you with it. But if you're consumed by it, if it stops you from doing things, then it's time to get some help from a great coach or a great therapist. And uh, again, there's no shame in that. That's a badge of honor, okay? Number 32, experiencing fear is natural and normal. Allowing it to keep you from your dreams, well, that's just plain sad. Same, same premise there. Number 33, stop saying that there's never enough time. There is if you stop doing the things that a real entrepreneur does not do. So if you're chasing your tail and you feel like there's never enough time, think about how you're spending your time. Number 34. Oh, this is a great one. Know your strengths and don't dwell on your weaknesses. Just hire somebody to fill the gaps. Okay? That's what a successful entrepreneur does. They bring in somebody to do the things that they can't or should not be doing. Now, if you think you can't afford that, again, give me a call because we can make that happen. 35. If you believe you can't afford to do something to the betterment of your business, then you can't. Clear and simple again. As long as you believe that, as long as you stay stuck in that that uh, poverty mindset, that lack mindset, you're going to live in it. So start believing and start manifesting. I can't tell you the number of times when cash flow was low for me and I really needed something like a new website or, you know, uh, social media help or or whatever, coaching, uh, EFT tapping, whatever. And I manifested it either cheap or as a barter or as there are just so many ways, so many ways to manifest this so you can make it happen. 36, when stress is getting the best of you, place your focus on helping someone else. Always get out of your head. Do something for someone else. Don't focus on their lack, but focus on how you can help them and feel good about it. It will do amazing things for your stress. 37, the customer may always be right, but if they cost you more than they pay you, They are not your ideal customer. Got to fire some of those customers. You really do. Now, I'm not saying anybody you don't like or anybody who, who demands a little more attention than the next is not your ideal customer. But when you find yourself serving this customer, especially in your service-based business out there, and, and I've had this happen where the customer, my clients, you know, I'm always available to my clients. And, and it's been very, very rare that anyone has ever taken advantage of that. But with that said, I've had clients who will start texting me and emailing me and calling me between sessions to the point where we've used up about three sessions between the sessions. And uh, that's not how I'm going to operate. So I'll give them that chance to to change their behavior. And uh, if they don't, then I'm just not the coach for them. So follow that. 38. There's nothing in the world worth missing your kid's birthday for. There really isn't. There really isn't. Number 39. 
Only make friends with your employees if you can put on the boss hat and not feel guilty or uncomfortable in it. You got to be able to be honest and 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 you know live that value with your with your employees. And if you're close friends, it becomes pretty tricky. So you know, I I ask people who are friends who I coach, and there are only a handful of those because I've got to make sure I can do that fairly. You know, I'll ask them, "Do you want me in my coach hat or my friend hat right now?" Because they're really different. Number forty. If you cannot trust your employees, it's for one of two reasons. Either you are too controlling or you don't know how to hire right. Think about that one for a minute. Number 41, I'm feeling determined to make it through as many of these as we can. (laughs) Number 41, ask interview questions that will tell you if your candidate is a good culture fit. Most skills can be taught. So don't interview as much for skills as you do for character is basically what that one is saying. So many people, you know, are so caught up in making sure that people have the experience and and the ability to do the job, which is important. Yeah, but you got to make sure that they're a good culture fit. That's even more important. Number 42, take care of you first. And you'll have the energy and clear-headedness to take care of your company. If you're one of those, I worked through the night kind of entrepreneurs, and you're consistently saying that, even if you are a startup, it doesn't mean you have to work through the night three or four nights a week, okay? Maybe once every now and again, okay? Um, You want to be able to get your exercise in, to make sure you make time for proper meals, to make sure that you're doing whatever mindfulness practice is best for you. And you'll you'll be clear-headed. You'll have more energy. Take care of yourself. Along that line, number 43, meditation isn't just for hippies anymore. No siree. Get out there. Start a mindfulness practice, okay? Anyone can meditate. Number 44, never forget the healing power of laughter. Always take a break to laugh. Always. It's so important. Go out with friends who can make you laugh. Number 45, if you hold on to poor performers, meaning employees, you are the one who needs improvement. You got to let them go after you've done everything you can to offer, you know, support, education and training you got to let them go. Don't hang on for long because it will cost you big. 46, don't exhaust yourself grabbing for nickels and dimes. Know where the real profit comes from. I have so many clients who are like, well, it's only $100, but I really need that $100. And they spend all this time and effort trying to get that $100 in the door when they could be making, you know, $1,000. And and bring that in the door really almost just as easily. But that fear makes you grab for the dimes and nickels. 47, always give back. Let that be a part of your culture. And 48, if you're in it just for the money, you will never know true success. And I say that with an acknowledgement that you can make money if, if that's your mindset. But true success is a lot more than money. 
Okay, so you've heard me talk about the vision beyond the vision. What is that for you? You have a vision of your company doing something, but why is it? What is it that gives you goosebumps? What is it that, you know, gets you out of bed in the morning with a heart that's just filled with gratitude and joy? Figure out what your vision beyond the vision is. If you need help for that, I can do that for you. 49, here we are, same in the same vein. Without a vision, you can't get there. But remember, your vision matures as you do. So things will change. Let go of that control. Things will change. And number 50, we're almost there. Angel investors really aren't angels. Okay? There are a lot of, of entrepreneurs out there, startups, wannabe startups, who think if they can just find an angel investor to just give them money because they're angels and because they're nice people. Well, I'm not saying they're not nice people, but that's, that's not how it works. Okay? Angel investors want their money back. They are going to invest in something that either aligns with a cause that is incredibly important to them or uh, because they know they're going to make money on it. So do your due diligence and don't pin hope on finding an angel investor who's just going to toss you some money because you're you. And finally, number 51, don't shut off your emotions. They aren't in the way. They are there to help pave the way. So recognize your fears. Embrace them. They're there for a reason. And then work through them and let them make you stronger. Recognize what you might perceive as failures and learn from them. Feel the pain of them. That's okay. You're human. Just make sure that you're working through it with conscious effort and not stuffing it down. So there you have it. We made it all the way through all 51 of them. Woohoo! I feel like uh, very successful for that. So that's exciting to me. And I want to thank you for being here today. You are just all spectacularly wonderful people. And I'd love to hear from you. So you'll find me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. Make sure and pop into my website and learn about eSchool, a very exciting six-month virtual program coming up, very affordable for you solopreneurs out there and small business owners. I'll see you again here on Million Dollar Mindset Radio on TogiNet next week. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you